All right, we're back. Fantasy Football Yoda. My name is Eric. Let's move on to the running back rankings for 2021. All right, so number one overall is Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I, I have him in tier one by himself. I think he's the safest lock there is. Um, he's just going to get a ton of usage. He's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's only 25 years old. I know he had an injury last season, but, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe he misses a couple games. Even still, when he's healthy, he's going to get you 20 points regardless. He's going to get six catches, probably like, I don't know, close to 50, 60 yards receiving every game. He's going to get 60 catches, I mean 60 rushing yards at least every game, 120 yards per game. Yeah, I mean he's getting over 1,600 yards. That's for certain. Easily over sixteen hundred total yards, gonna get over twelve touchdowns in total. I mean, what's that? One hundred sixty plus sixty. That's two twenty. Two twenty plus twelve is what? Two thirty-two. I mean, at worst, that's that's worst case, guys. Worst case, Christian McCaffrey gets you two hundred thirty-two fantasy points. I mean, even that, even his worst case, I'd still have him at number three in my running back rankings. I think he does well over that. So, yeah, he's safe money. Clear overall number one pick. Um, Derrick Henry comes in at number two. They're still going to – and so this is the start of tier two. So Christian McCaffrey, <clears throat> all by himself, tier one. Tier two has six running backs in it. Number two overall, Derrick Henry. He's 27 years old this year. I really don't like how many um, running backs I have above the age of 25 in my top seven. I only have one player below 25 years old. Normally it doesn't work like that for running backs. So, I mean, <clears throat> I'm really trying to figure it out how I can put somebody else up there, but I just can't do it. So Derrick Henry, 27 years old. I have him getting around 240 fantasy points. I think he, you know, they're going to run the ball in Tennessee. No shocker there. You know, he's probably going to get 15 rushing touchdowns. Um, yeah, I mean, he's safe money. He doesn't get hurt that often. Uh, you know, he's not a bruiser for his size. He doesn't really try to bruise people. Like in the open field, he's trying to juke. He's trying to, like, use his speed and – um, using that stiff arm. So, yeah, I like Derrick Henry. I like his usage. He's a safe, safe pick, safe top uh, running back to take. You're not going to miss with him. He's going to get you points. Uh, Dalvin Cook is number three. Dalvin scares you because he gets injured every single year, right? I mean, you just hope it's not more than three games in the season if he can only miss two maybe three and he's healthy for your fantasy championship playoff run well I mean you can make the case that he should really be number two overall maybe even number one overall and but just because for the injury concerns we'll keep him at number three 
I have him around 240 fantasy points as well. Um, number four, I have Alvin Kamara. He's also 26 years old, just like Dalvin Cook. Kamara, even with Taysom Hill, I mean, Taysom Hill might start the whole year. I don't know. I, I, my gut feeling tells me Jameis Winston gets in there and actually starts quite a bit, maybe even half the season. Um, regardless, I kind of, it's a very, very small sample size with Taysom Hill last year. And, I mean, like two of the games, it didn't even matter because they played Denver with like a backup practice squad quarterback who was, wasn't even really a quarterback. So, yeah, it's so hard to tell is Taysom really going to be throwing at Kamara a lot. But even even with that said, Sean Payton's going to get Kamara involved. He's only 26 years old. He's going to get his uh, touches. He's, he's going to get 15 touches a game in that offense. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I can't – that's how kind of limited – the rest of the running backs are, in my opinion, this season, where even without Drew Brees, I still have Kamara number four. I mean, I just I can't justify putting anybody above him because he's going to get his touches. He's going to get five receptions a game. I mean, when they were down against the Eagles, he had five or six catches. So... The, the, he's gonna. He's. I mean, Sean Payton gets his best players the, the ball, point blank. Period. Kamara's the best guy in that offense. He's somehow, some way, I have confidence in Sean Payton to get Kamara his touches. He'll get his touches. He's gonna do his thing and get points. It might not be like what he's usually going to get you. Um, he might not have as many scoring chances because they might not move the ball as well. There's a lot of concerns with Kamara, don't get me wrong, but I have to trust my numbers. I have to trust my projections. I think worst case, he gets 230 fantasy points. Worst case. So he's too talented. I'm not passing up on him if I have the fourth pick and that's who's left. I'll take Alvin. Number five, I have Aaron Jones. Um, Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is back. That offensive line is still good. Uh, Jamal Williams is gone. So, I think they like Dylan. I don't think he's going to get more carries than Jamal Williams did. I mean, I think he gets just as many as when Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones were, like, split in time as rookies. You know, maybe that's his best-case scenario. And Aaron Jones is steadily, slowly improving his pass-catching ability. Um, So, there's that. He's 27 years old. Again, these running backs, man, they are old for, like, running in terms of running backs. Um, you know, once you get past 25, 26, you know, you're really – I don't know. It's it's hard to really love these guys to do amazing things. But I don't know. Hey, I mean, there's so much more science and nutrition and how to take care of your body, and these athletes are doing it. So – Maybe we start to see running backs not tail off until 30 years old here in the future. Maybe 27 is a prime number. I mean, like not a prime number, but like a prime athletic performance age number for running backs now. But, yeah, I, I got Aaron Jones getting the 230 fantasy points. 
All right. Number six, first kind of uh, shocker. Well, I guess Aaron Jones is considered a shocker. A lot of people have Ezekiel Elliott ahead of him and, I don't know, Jonathan Taylor. But, yeah, number six, and we're still in uh, tier two, by the way. So, Najee Harris, sixth overall, 23 years old this season. I have him getting 225 easy. I mean – it's not a bad offensive line, but it's an offensive line where all five of the projected starting players have never played with each other. And there's a rookie or two on there, potentially. And they're young. So, I don't know. There's some growing pains to monitor for sure. But I like Najee, man. And he can catch the ball well. They're, they're gonna, he's better than Le'Veon Bell, man. They're gonna they're gonna figure out a way to get him the ball, and they're gonna try to run it into the end zone a lot. Okay, I mean uh, the owner, Art Rooney, he came down, told Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin, before free agency started, before the draft, we can't be thirty second in the NFL, which is last in the NFL in rushing the ball. He said, no, we're running the ball this year. You see how they drafted. They drafted two offensive linemen, and they drafted Najee Harris in the first round. They will be running the football this season. Believe me. I'm a Steelers fan. Um, yeah, so I got Najee Harris. I mean, I wouldn't have him this high if he wasn't, you know, as good of a receiver as he is out of the backfield. He's a really good receiver. I mean, there's a case for him being, you know, top five fantasy football player. Uh, top five fancy running back. But, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott comes in at seven. I'm just a little nervous. I know he's lost the weight. I know he looks good. I know he looks agile. I'm just, I don't know about Zeke. I know the offensive line, the big boys, the tackles are back. They're healthy. There's a lot to like about it. I think he gets his red zone touches for sure. But I don't know. There's just this part of me that thinks Tony Pollard is just lingering in the background. Like He's just like, man. And I, th- I think they give him maybe more carries or more touches and just blaming it and try to put it off as like, no, we're just trying to preserve uh, Ezekiel Elliott. But really, I think they're going to try to work him in a little bit more than usual. That's why I'm a little bit nervous about Zeke. And, yeah, I mean, he's just – he's not as fast as he was coming. I mean, he's 26 years old. He's just not as fast as when he came out of Ohio State. I mean, he had good speed on him, and he never really looked that same, or or at least he never looked the same after he had that – was it the court case where he got suspended for six games or something? Yeah, he never looked the same after that. So – that's why I'm kind of, I'm just cautious about Ezekiel Elliott. I I think he's very safe. I think he's going to produce. I think 215 fancy points worst case. I mean, some of the guys ahead of him I think could finish below seventh seventh overall. I don't think Zeke finishes worse than seventh overall. I think he's one of the safest running backs you can take. Okay, enough of Zeke. Let's go to tier three. So tier three, eighth overall, 
is Nick Chubb. Chubby is only at 25 years of age this season. Um, he's pretty durable, but he does run very physical. I mean, if there's one running back in the NFL, and I'm a Steelers fan, so I mean, I've already said that. So, I mean, I don't like playing against Nick Chubb, you know, but I have no problem saying that. If I have a running back that I want to give the ball to get me like five yards, I'm going to give the ball to Nick Chubb. I'm not giving it to Derrick Henry. Um, I don't know. Dalvin Cook is up there. Uh, I mean, Dalvin, Dalvin can get you five yards. But Nick Chubb, man, he is just a special runner. So special. But the only reason why he is eighth overall is because he only averages like 25 receptions a year. And in fantasy, I can't have that, man. I need a back who's going to catch the ball and be involved in the passing game. I mean, at least get to 40 catches, something like that. I mean, less than 30? I mean, that's less than two a game. So I'm really banking on you running the ball for 1,400 yards and, like, more than 15 rushing touchdowns, which you could easily do. But, I mean, gosh, man, that's a mammoth of a season. I mean, when you rush for 1,400 yards and 15 touchdowns, that's a heck of a season. So for that reason – being that's why Nick Chubb falls at eight. Number nine, I got Miles Sanders. He's 24 years old. That offensive line in Philly is really good. They have talent at the wide receiver position. Fulgham, Rager, Devontae Smith. Zach Ertz came back. That was kind of a surprise or uncertainty. He's back. Literally everything is great. I'm talking like talent everywhere on that offense. Uh, top 10 offensive line, top seven, maybe top five offensive line in the NFL, right? And you have Jalen Hurts, a quarterback. Jalen Hurts can move the football with a good offensive line and talented wide receivers. He's done this at Alabama. He's done this at Oklahoma. I'm not as down on Jalen Hurts as a lot of people are. I think there's some promise there. And if he's able to move the ball a little bit better than he did last season, you know, that's going to be pretty good for the Eagles. They're going to score some points. And Miles Sanders is going to be a big part of that. So I like Miles Sanders at nine. I love his upside. He's only 24 years old. I love running backs under 25 or 25 and younger. They're fresh. They're fast, you know. Um, Miles Sanders is involved in the passing game a lot. There's really nobody behind him that is going to push him, you know, take him off the field. They want Miles Sanders on the field. They like Miles Sanders. The coaching, Nick Sirianni coming in from Indianapolis, you know, him, I think he was with the Chargers before that. They threw the ball to the running back a lot. I think Miles Sanders has tremendous upside. I'm really high on him. I'll probably have him in a lot of my leagues. And he burned me last season. He really did burn me last season. He got injured. He, you know, he didn't play as well. That offensive line had a ton of injuries. They're all back now. I like Miles Sanders. I'll be pretty darn shocked if he's not a top 10 fantasy running back this season if he misses only two games, three games. All right. 
All right. Uh, pick number 10, Antonio Gibson. I'm big on Antonio Gibson. A-Gib. I'm big on A-Gib this season. The Washington football team, they have a really interesting offensive line situation. It's one to feel very optimistic about. They have talent, experience, and just optimism in that unit. Literally, they have guards that have played tackle, started a tackle. They have tackles that have started a guard. Um, and then they have they brought in two talented tackles. You know, they're not – they have deficiencies in either, you know, pass blocking or run blocking. But bottom line is they're going to – that offensive line, they're going to – and they drafted Sam Cosme, the rookie, in the second round out of Texas. They have enough talent there to figure it out, to put it together a really good offensive line, above average offensive line by week, like six. But even before week six, they're still going to be able to run the ball and have a, you know, figure out a, a, a at least average offensive line. That's all I need for an A-Gib. That's all I need. He used to be a wide receiver in college. You know, they like throwing to McKissick, the other running back, a lot. But they threw to Antonio Gibson a lot, too, last season during a couple of games. I really, really like Antonio Gibson to, to get to at least 205 fantasy points. Um, I really like that number a lot. Lots of upside. I think he's, he could get 50 catches. I think he could rush for 1,100 yards. And I think easily could get 12 total touchdowns. Easily. Really high on Antonio Gibson. Um, number 11, I have J.K. Dobbins. He's 23 years old. Um, man, all these guys in this tier are 25 years or younger now that I'm looking at it. So maybe maybe this is the tier everyone needs to look at and like draft these players, right? I mean, these are the young running backs that are like super talented. Um, you know, there's just a couple of question marks. So like J.K. Dobbins, he averaged six yards per carry last season. That's unheard of. That's upper echelon. That's like really amazing okay he's only 23 years old this year he's gonna get to 200 fantasy points worst case like i'm not even worried about it gus edwards will get around eight carries a game so dobbins will probably only get like 15 lamar will get like the other 15 <laughs> you know so yeah dobbins even if he only averages like five yards a carry right and he gets like 200 like 25 carries or something like that i think like quick mental math that's like 1125 rushing yards i think that's very doable for dobbins in that run oriented offense especially with lamar at quarterback um i think dobbins gets Easily 12 rushing touchdowns. So what's that? Like 115, 115 plus 6, 175. 175 plus 12 is like, yeah, 190. And that's not including his receptions. So he's going to catch the ball. Um, not a ton. Not a ton at all. Maybe 30. Maybe 30 catches. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and, you know, he'll get some yards there. So. 
Yeah, he's going to get a 200 points. I like Dobbins a lot. Really high on Dobbins. I think he's a he's one of the safest picks you can take in this draft. Like if if he's your running back too, like say you get I don't know, like Aaron Jones or Najee Harris and then Dobbins is there for you and like in the middle of the second round. I think that's a really good two pair right there. Okay. Let's go to 12. 12 I have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, it's kind of difficult to say. I mean, last season, he's 22 years old, by the way, this season. Like, I mean, he was young, man. I mean, he got, he came out when he was 20. Played last year at 21. He's only 22 years old. He's a short thing, though, man. He's 5'6". Like, I can't even give him 5'7". Five, 5'6". Seven. Five, you know, he's short. I mean, he's small, too. He's not, like, the biggest. You know, he's strong. He plays hard for his size. I mean, he showed that. Uh, he plays tough. But I don't know. I mean, people always like, you know, Andy Reid. He had Jamal Charles. He had Brian Westbrook in Philadelphia. had Kareem Hunt. You know, he's like the running back, you know, guru in terms of getting them, like, a lot of fancy points. But I don't know. I just – I don't I'm, – I'm nervous about Clyde Edwards at the goal line. He couldn't punch it in. He's just too small. I mean, I watched last year. There's, there's times where I'm like, oh, they're on the one-yard line. You know, oh, he has a good shot of getting in and just couldn't get in. So he's going to get the receptions. He's going to get rushing yards. He's going to get the yards. Will he get the touchdowns? I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's honestly a scenario where, like, he might only get eight total touchdowns. That's why I ha- that's why I have him at twelve, and I don't have him higher as like a lot of other people have him. A lot of people have Clyde Edwards like in their top ten. I mean, I have him at twelve. I mean, I still think he's gonna be a running back one, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. the The touches should be there. It's a safe running back two to have on your team. Um, okay, thirteen. I have Joe Mixon. Uh, again, I don't love the offensive line. I know I've talked about this in the quarterback breakdown rankings. Um, Joe Mixon. The offensive line, though, is improved. It, it's steadily, slowly improving. They have talent on there. And they brought back the offensive line coach from Joe Mixon's rookie season or second year in the NFL where he had, like, 1,200 or 1,100 yards rushing and, like, four-point-something yards per carry. Basically, his best rushing performance with not much of a better line than what he has now with that offensive line coach. So they're going to be running that run scheme. So, yeah, I like Joe Mixon. Can he stay healthy? That's another question. I don't know. I mean, I've wanted to like Joe Mixon the past couple of seasons. It's so hard to – but now they have Joe Burrow, so the offense should move, right? So it's like – I don't know. It's you, you just get a little scared with Joe Mixon. You're like, is he really going to break through this year? Is he really going to be consistent for you? Is he, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's why I have him at 13. I mean, he could easily be a top 12 fantasy running back. He could. He could be a top 10, but I don't know. And that's why I have him at 13. 14, I have Saquon Barkley. Um there's not even a guarantee he's going to be, you know, 100% for week one. So I'm going to stay away from him. 
not just for that reason, but also because the offensive line is. Um, I'm going to say it has a high probability of being the worst offensive line in the NFL in 2021. The tackles give me optimism. I like uh, the guy they got out of UConn two years ago. I think he has a lot of upside. Andrew Thomas played a lot better down the stretch last season. So tackles give you room for optimism, reason for optimism. The interior offensive line, however, is really poor. Just not very good. And then I guess Shane Lemieux, the one of the guards, went down. I don't know what happened with him. Bottom line, I, I don't really care what happened with Shane Lemieux. I don't trust Danny Dimes or Daniel Jones. You can't even call him Danny Dimes anymore. He doesn't deserve that nickname. Um, yeah, that offensive line is a big question mark for me. Daniel Jones, big question mark for me. How efficient is that offense going to be? I think Saquon gets his usage, um, how effective he will be because of the circumstances around him. I don't know. I'm not risking it. He's not going to be on my fantasy team. And that's why he's 14th overall in my rankings. Okay, so that is the end of Tier 3, right? All those guys are 25 years and younger. I'm telling you, I think there's like, three or four guys in it that are going to be in the top ten. Well, I guess i got to take that back because three of them are already in the top ten in my rankings. Um, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know. The, there's, there's good predictable running backs in this draft. So bottom line, guys, is that you want to try to get two guys out of, this four, out of the 14 that I just named, right? If you get two of those running backs on your team – you're setting your you're setting your fantasy team up for success. Okay, you'll have to draft them in your first two rounds. So sorry, you're not gonna get Tyreek Hill. You're not gonna get Devontae Adams, but there are enough wide receiver options later in the draft where you can get guys that are going to be top five fantasy wide receivers, top ten fantasy wide receivers that will get you 200 fantasy points, 220 fantasy points. <clears throat> Take the running backs, guys, please. You're, if you don't take the running backs, you're really going to like – you're just one injury away from having two black holes on your team. Like you're going to have every other position looking fabulous except for your running backs. Because if you don't get one of those two guys, then you're hoping and praying that another running back works out or – comes onto the scene or you get the guy off the waivers that everyone is wanted. Everybody is wanted, right? It's just, guys, it's not, it's fantasy is like already kind of stressful as it is sometimes. Cause like you want to win and so up to luck, you can't control everything. The draft, you can control this. If you draft two running backs with your first two picks and you get one of the two, two guys out of the 14 that I just mentioned, you're in a great spot. Okay, you're in a great spot. You have a lot of options. You're going to have a well-balanced team that you can manage your team throughout the bye weeks and the injuries. You have to have one, two of those guys. All right, enough of my running back draft strategy. Let's go to the next tier where everyone is 26 years old and younger. So Austin Eckler is number 15 uh, in my rankings. 
I think I sleep on him a little too much. I think he's more talented and is going to have more um, touches than I think that are what I thought he was going to get. I think he gets the 200 fantasy points. I think, kind of like Ezekiel Elliott, I'd be kind of shocked if Austin Eckler is less than 15th by the end of the season. He has, you know, he's kind of comparing himself to like Alvin Kamara. I mean, he's not Alvin Kamara. I mean, he tries really hard and he's talented. He's got very good speed and, you know, he's strong and he has okay agility. You know, pretty good agility. But I don't know. I mean, let's see. And uh, Lombardi's offense, you know, came from New Orleans. So that's why he, he drew the Alvin Kamara comparison. I think he's going to get 75 receptions, six total touchdowns, um, maybe like eight to ten carries a game. So, I mean, with that said, that's still going to get him some good fancy points. I would be okay if he was like my third running back on my roster. And just where his average draft position is right now, you'll never be able to get him as your third. Uh, I mean, you might. And if you want to go like three, if you have the first overall pick and then he's there at like pick 25, like, Maybe you could get them if people just start like passing on them. Um, yeah, I'd be cool with that. That'd be nice. Like if I get Christian McCaffrey, and then like uh, I don't know Miles Sanders and Austin Eckler. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Um, all right, enough of Eckler. Sixteen is David Montgomery, and it goes back to that offensive line for Montgomery. By the way, the Chargers' offensive line is looking pretty darn good this season. Um, the Bears' offensive line, not so much. It's definitely a mystery. Definitely a mystery. I kind of like the interior offensive line. The tackles are very concerning, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, the offense should move a lot better this this year. I don't think they're going to be as bad at running the ball as they were last year. Um, Tariq Cohen is back, but I don't even think they really – want to use him a ton a ton yeah I am I guess I could even make the case Montgomery should be like top 14 potentially he might even deserve to be in that other tier but I don't know I, I kind of like him in this tier so yeah I don't know how successful he can be with that offensive line we'll see I would like him as my third running back again all these guys that I'm naming off these would be good third running backs uh, to have on your team. So, yeah, I'd be, I'd be pretty happy with David Montgomery as my third running back. Okay, 17, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, by the way, Austin Eckler is 26 years old, and David Montgomery is 24 years old this season. Jonathan Taylor will be 22 this season. He's my 17th running back. I had him here before the Carson Wentz injury. Okay, at me, mention me talk about it I mean I'm sure people are talking like hey I'm crazy I got Saquon Barkley 14th overall I have Jonathan Taylor 17th overall and this was before the Quentin Nelson injury before the Carson Wentz injury okay I just know that Marlon Mack is going to take a lot of his touches away they like Marlon Mack Marlon Mack's only 25 years old I mean he's not old He's a young, fresh, relatively fresh back. And he was injured last season, like all of last season. So he's had a full year to recover. 
they're going to get him involved. It's not just going to be Jonathan Taylor and that's it. Okay. And then Hines. They like throwing the ball to Hines. He's the third down guy. So I like Jonathan Taylor. Don't get me wrong. Uh, he's very talented, fast, strong, big back, you know, Wisconsin back. You love those guys, right? Um, they have a pretty darn good offensive line, even without Quentin Nelson. They have a good offensive line. Um, but, yeah, I just – I don't see the usage there for him. I got to pass on him. He's 17th on my list. 18th on my list is Travis Etienne, the rookie out of Clemson. He's 22 years old this season. Man, they're lining him up in the slot. I'm thinking of the wide receivers in Jacksonville. I don't think they really have a slot receiver. I mean, they have Marvin Jones Jr., but I don't know. I think Urban really wants to get Travis involved. I really do. I think he's going to get a lot of touches. I mean, he might only get only eight rushes a game, and James Robinson might get like 15 a game or whatever. But uh, Travis is probably going to get five receptions a game. I mean, at worst, I mean, that's like, that's getting close to 75 receptions for the year. And, I mean, he's just a special guy, man. I mean, Travis is special. He's got Alvin Kamara-like talent. He might be more talented than Alvin. I mean, I'm serious. He might be. So, man, I want him on my fantasy team. I really do. I got him 18th overall. Uh, 19, Chase Edmonds out of Arizona. So difficult to understand what um, Cliff Kingsbury's thinking. It's really difficult. It's the Kyler Murray show. Um, with all that said, I don't think James Conner's a big threat to Edmonds. Maybe in the red zone, maybe on the goal line. Maybe they're like, nah, bring you know Conner in and take Edmonds out. That would stink. That would really stink, right? Um, but Evans should get a lot of receptions, and yeah, I mean, he's the clear-cut guy there. I, I'd be okay if Evans was like my third running back, but I, I don't even know. I don't even, the more I think about it, I just it's so unpredictable with uh, the running back situation in Arizona with, Clinks, with Cliff Kingsbury as the head coach, so probably going to pass on Edmonds. Number 20, Edmonds is 25 years old, by the way. Kareem Hunt, 26 years old. You know, he's going to get a lot of touches. He's going to get the same amount of touches that he got last season. Even with Nick Chubb healthy, Kareem Hunt gets 8 to 10 carries a game. And he's the better pass catcher out of the, out of the two running backs, him and Chubb. So Hunt's going to get, I don't know, 50 catches. You know, that's, that's really good. He's going to get points. Kareem Hunt would be a really solid third fantasy uh, running back to have on your team, flex player. Like he, he's somebody – he's going to get you points. He's talented. I mean, he's very talented. He's a very good running back. Okay, so that ends the tier – was that tier five? Oh, no, tier four. That ends tier four. Okay, so tier five. These are guys – it's like a mixed bag. Um – I have 21, Darrell Henderson. So Henderson is 24 years old. And K 
Cam Akers is injured. He's not playing this year. I think he tore his Achilles or something like that. I like Daryl Henderson Jr. I do. Um, I like McVeigh. Uh, I think he's solid. I think. I think I need to rethink this. I don't. I don't know necessarily if if the Rams are going to like trade for a running back in the middle of the season or not. I think they might ride with Daryl Henderson. I think they might. Not entirely sure, and that's why he's at twenty one because. I don't think I could draft him. Maybe I could draft him over Chase Edmonds, but I couldn't draft him over Travis Etienne or Kareem Hunt just because Travis and Kareem are more certain to get points than I think Darrell Henderson is, just by a little bit. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I like Darrell Henderson. I'd be okay if he was my third running back on my team. I'd be definitely okay with that. Um, 22, DeAndre Swift. So... The offensive coordinator is Anthony Lynn now, I think. Uh, yeah, it's Anthony Lynn. And he said Jamal Williams is 1A and DeAndre Swift is 1B. I mean, it's kind of surprising a little bit, but I like Jamal Williams. I've always liked him at Green Bay, so I'm not like super shocked by those comments, but DeAndre Swift is the better pass catcher. But Jared Goff's the quarterback, right? So Jared Goff's the quarterback. They have this really talented offensive line. You know, it bodes well for Swift. And he's a great pass. Well, he's not a great pass-catching running back, but he's talented. I don't know, guys. That's, man, DeAndre Swift is like, he's only 22 years old. I'm not touching him. It's too much uncertainty for a third round pick. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know risk my fantasy team for DeAndre Swift this season. Not in the third round. All right. Twenty three is Michael Carter with the Jets. He's twenty two years old. Guys, you have to draft Michael Carter. He has to be on your team as your fourth or third running back. Have to have him. He's talented, guys. He has home run ability. The Jets have a very strong offensive line on the left side of the offensive line, a pretty good offensive line overall. At least there's a lot of promise. Um, Zach Wilson so far looks to be unafraid. He looks to be very confident throwing the football. I know it's the Jets' secondary, (laughs) right? Anybody's going to look at it against the Jets' secondary, even in practice. But he's confident, though. He looks like a natural in there, man. He doesn't look like a rookie in his first training camp, just from the Twitter videos that I've seen of Zach Wilson. So I'm high. I think this offense surprises people. And they have uh, who Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur's brother, is offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan type of offense. I think that favors Michael Carter tremendously. He's the clear-cut, most talented running back. Hopefully, he gets in there and starts doing his thing. It's a little bit of a risk taking him sooner than a sixth-round pick. But, man, seventh round, I'm all over Michael Carter, man. You got to have him on your team. All right, 24, Chris Carson. He's 27 years old. He's very injury-prone. He runs extremely physical. I mean, he's probably the most physical runner in the NFL, right? Probably maybe behind Chubb. I mean, he is physical, man. He brings the boom. But with that, he gets injured a lot, a ton. He's not the he's not the greatest at catching the football, 
Um, but they do throw to him. And then also you have Rashad Penny behind him. And Rashad Penny played better last season when he came back from his injuries. Like He played better. So I like Chris Carson to get faced out a little bit. And there's just too many. I like the offensive line. I like Gabe Jackson. I like Pochich. I like Dwayne Brown, of course, Brandon Shell. Like they have a they have a pretty good offensive line this season. I have to give it to them. So I know they want to run the ball. I don't know. It's just there's just too many question marks with Carson. There's too many too much too much unreliability there. Um I'm passing on him. Twenty fifth, Leonard Floyd is my twenty fifth ranked running back. He's 26 years old this season. Man, there's just so many mouths to feed in Tampa Bay. I'm passing on Lenny. I love Lenny. <laughs> He's a bully. Um, but he doesn't run like a bully anymore. I don't know what happened to him, man. He's not LSU, Leonard Fournette, rookie year, Jacksonville, Leonard Fournette. Like He's like a finesse guy. Like He looks to like sidestep everything and preserve his body. And he thinks he's like a pass-catching back now. Regardless, um, so many mouths to feed. And even in the running back room, they got Giovanni Bernard and they have Ronald Jones. Man, like I don't I don't see Leonard Fournette getting more than 160 fancy points. I'm passing on him. All right. So that finishes that tier. I mean, really I should put Leonard Fournette in the other tier and in, in the in the lower tier. Um everybody else on this list I'll just touch on really briefly, but I don't really plan on having any of these guys on my team. Maybe one or two of them, and that's it. Um, really quickly, we'll go through them. So 26, I have Raheem Mostert. He's 29 years old. But even at age 29, oh my goodness, he was age 28 last season. He still had his wheels. He was moving, man, moving. He he took a screen. He took, not a screen, he took like a like a diamond route out of the backfield. It's like first game of this of the season against Arizona, like 80 yards for a touchdown. Then the next week against the Jets, he took an 80-yard handoff to the house. Like, dude's fast. Dude's talented. Dude's confident. Mostert's legit. However, <laughs> the 49ers drafted Trey Sermon, and they have two other good running backs that can run the ball. And Kyle Shanahan runs a system offense where he doesn't like players to get too many touches. So, you know, trying to preserve them for the long haul. So, I mean, unless he has, like, otherworldly talent, right? Like, when he had Julio Jones, I mean, he threw Julio Jones the ball a lot. You know, he did. But he doesn't really have that. He doesn't have that in San Francisco. So they're going to be... You know, Kittle gets five catches. Ayuk gets five catches. Debo Samuel gets five catches. Mostert gets two or one. And then, you know, Trey Sermon gets, like, eight carries. And Mostert gets 12 carries. And they bring in Jeff Wright or whatever their other running back. You know what I'm saying? Like, the usage is limited there. And he's injury prone. I'm skipping on Mostert. Sorry, I'm, I'm going too much in depth on these guys. Let me keep going. Latavius Murray. I like Latavius Murray, even though Kamara's like the lead back. I think Latavius might lead that team. I don't know. He's 31 years old. 
Uh, he probably won't lead the team in, in rushing attempts, but he's going to get a good amount of rushing attempts, and he might get a lot of good opportunities at the goal line to get into the end zone. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind taking a, a chance on Latavius like in my ninth round, tenth round, if he's there. Or uh, yeah, probably, probably there in the ninth or eighth round. I don't think the eighth round is a little too high for him. Uh, twenty-eight, Damian Harris. I don't think there's a ton of receiving opportunity for the Patriots running backs. Even if Mac Jones starts over Cam Newton like halfway in the season, I'm I'm not buying it. Um, I think Harris is just a running back specialist. Uh, you know, that's it. I think he has a nice season. I think his uh, average draft position is too high. I think it's like in the sixth round. I'm not. No way I'm taking Harris in the sixth round. That's way too high, especially or the fifth round. Like, just no way. Like, his upside's limited. Um, 29 is Jamal Williams for the Lions. I like Jamal. I don't like Jared Goff. I think his, uh, you know, usage is limited, kind of like the other guys I've talked about. I still think with his average draft position, like around the ninth round, I wouldn't mind taking Jamal Williams as my fourth running back. I, I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, he's going to be a big part of that offense uh, this season. He's 26 years old, too, so not not too old. All right, James Robinson comes in at 30. I'm just uncertain about James, you know? I don't – I got to see this whole Travis thing, Travis Etienne thing pan out and see, like, what that's all about. Uh, James is only 23 years old. But he's not, like, the most fast and, you know, he's not the most strong. He's not the, the biggest either, so – He's just a really good football player. Like he's just a football player. Um, I think his average draft position is too high. I'm passing on James for that reason. Gus Edwards, I have at 31. Gus is predictable. Gus is going to get to 130 fantasy points easily. He'll, I mean, he'll probably get 10 rushing touchdowns this year. So like what? That's uh, 60 points right there, and then I think he gets like close to a thousand rushing yards or maybe not a thousand, maybe like 800. So that's 80 plus 60. That's 140 fancy points. And he doesn't get a ton of receptions. Um, yeah, I like, I like Gus. I'm, I wouldn't mind having him as my fourth running back or fifth running back. Maybe Tony Pollard is at 32. I don't know. I, I like Tony a lot. I just think they like Zeke so much. It's so hard to think Tony Pollard will even have a shot of being relevant in fantasy. Um, okay, so 33, Mike Davis. Uh, I don't know. The more I, th- I mean, Mike Davis is 28 years old. The more I think about this, um, I don't know. I probably have him a little too low. He probably should be higher, but I'm not drafting him. Falcons' offensive line is soft. They're good at pass blocking, but they're soft at run blocking. Um, yeah, I'm passing on Mike Davis. I think his average draft position is like the fourth or third round. It's just way too high. I'm not taking Mike Davis in my my fourth round pick. You're going to lose your fantasy fantasy league doing that. Um, 34, I have Miles Gaskins. I just I have no idea with Miami. I have no idea what's going on with that running back situation. Um, they didn't address it, so I guess they're – believing in Miles Gaskins. Um, That's just too much of an uncertainty for me. You know, I have no idea about Miles Gaskins. I'm not going to try to figure it out either. I'm going to pass on him. He's 24 years old, by the way. 
35, I have like Melvin Gordon, 36, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones doesn't catch a pass ever. Kenyon Drake at 37. He's late with Josh Jacobs. I didn't man- I didn't even mention Josh Jacobs. I'm not drafting Josh Jacobs. That's why I don't even have him on my list. And he's probably going to lose carries to Kenyon Drake. Not a ton, but, I mean, Kenyon Drake can do more things. He can catch the ball better than J- than Jacobs can. Um, yeah, I mean, Kenyon Drake's 37. J.D. McKissick's at 38. Tariq Cohen's 39. James White's 40. Zach Moss, 41. Naeem Hines, 42. I mean, there's, like, waiver wire guys. I mean, I'm just, like, naming them. I mean, they're – yeah, I don't even – yeah, they're waiver wire guys. So, yeah, that's the my running back rankings for 2021. Again, those top 14 guys, you need to get two of them. Or top 13. Maybe maybe really, like, top 12. Top 12. Yeah, take, take Joe Mixon and Saquon Barkley out of there. You need two out of those 12 guys. There is – possibility and probability that you can have that happen even if you have the first pick overall there's a good chance you can get that done um because miles sanders is really low on a lot of average draft positions like you can get miles sanders like at the 24th pick easily so um yeah that's it guys Uh, i hope that helped um, yeah, just draft strategy. I would go to running backs, my first two picks, no matter what, just because after those 12 guys, there's nobody that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe Montgomery, maybe Travis Etienne Blossoms, maybe Daryl Henderson, you know, maybe Michael Carter comes on really strong, but like, those are just, that's just too much of a gamble for your fantasy team. Like, don't stress yourself out. Don't be worried, like, trying to trade for, like, another running back and, you know, like, being a vulture on the waiver wires. <laughs> like, trying to, like, make sure every single week you get, like, the hot running back off waiver wires. Like, come on, guys. You're just going to be stressed out doing that. Take two running backs, first two picks. You're going to thank me. Okay. Just do it. <laughs> Help yourself out. Give yourself more flexibility and more room to maneuver on the bye weeks for these players. Okay. All right. That's all I got. Um, I'll come out. I'll uh, do the wide receiver rankings tomorrow. And yeah. And then we got it all pretty much squared away. And then maybe I'll do like a, a fantasy draft strategy podcast like in three or four days. And then yeah, hopefully. Hopefully that's good enough for all you guys um, for your drafts this season. Hopefully I've answered all the questions and you guys kill it. So with that said, please hit the like button on YouTube, subscribe, you know, download my podcast, share with friends, family. I'm giving out free information here. I'm giving out completely free draft help information. All right. So thanks guys for listening. See you on the next episode.